Episode 5. Welcome to the Tartan Running Shorts Podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and Kyle Gregg. Good evening listeners, or good, af- good afternoon, depending on when you listen to it. Um, welcome back to episode 5. I can't believe we're on episode 5 now. I know, that's incredible. God, I thought the first episode would, would have just been <laughs> off, you know, banned from the from the podcast and after, uh, after it went through its... Um, all those conditions you have to go through to be but public. We, well, we hey, seem hope. to be we seem to be here to stay, which is cool. And I think the the coolest thing this week has been a bit of support from Scottish Athletics, which is really cool. So thank you, Scottish Athletics. Yeah, thanks very much. Um, yeah, and any, everyone else who supported us, liked us, shared our posts, listened to our podcast—that's probably the most important thing. Um, so yeah, I, I encourage us all to to listen to it. Um, you know, spread the words probably the best way, um, and yeah, hopefully uh, provide some feedback as well to make it even better and bigger. So thank you very much, guys. Exactly. So summer is definitely here in Scotland. It was roasting Scotia over the weekend. Some serious taps after running action. What have you been up to, Kyle? In the sun. Well, taps off. I, I can't say I had the whole taps off. Um, I did have my, I did have a running vest on, so as as I'm sure a lot of the blokes know, that that elusive bra mark, yeah, <laughs> back of your shoulders, um, pretty classy when you go for a swim. But yeah, and I've been doing quite a lot of running this week. I had quite a good base again, 80 miles. I managed to churn out last week. Uh, started off the first kind of at the start of the week, just after a big weekend, um, doing quite. Just a lot of easy running. Monday was just one session, just an easy run. Tuesday, another easy run, about six or seven miles. Um, and on Wednesday, Wednesday wasn't really a great a great day for me, to be honest. Uh, I, I managed to do my 10-mile tempo in the morning, which was at a fastest state. So the idea is to, again, I've spoke to you, told the listeners all about my fasted runs and the reasons why and... Um, so I did that in the morning, and um, first thing it was like 5, 6 a.m. or something. And then later on in the day, I was meant to do another kind of hard session. Um, but I went out, I got about a mile into, into my run, and I decided, tried to run about 200 meters, and I just felt my legs. You know when you're running through water, and the faster you go, the, the slower you, you become? Yeah. I kind of felt like that. I just kind of, my legs just felt like lead. And, so I ended up just abandoning the session. I just was too tired, and I don't know what it was, but probably just a cumulative fatigue from the weekend because I did do a huge base. I did 30 miles, and then I, I did a 11.5-mile hill run on the Sunday. So I think just having that extra day off um, or trying to do two kind of tough sessions on, on one day was probably a little bit too much. Um so the following day, I decided to get my arse back out there and try and do take two. Uh, so I did three times two hilly miles, plus a mile um, downhill as well. So that went really well, uh, just on tra- trails. And yeah, I was back in the game again. So I was a little bit concerned that I was perhaps maybe overtraining, but just listening to my body and just saying no when, when I should say no, rather than just... Going out and going out there and trying to hammer out a really 
really tough session. Um, sometimes you just have to listen to your body. So, so that was good. Um, and then on the Friday, I just did some easy runs, double sessions. And then on the Saturday, I went out and I did another tempo-based session, um, three 20-minute efforts just on trail. And managed to hit out about 1,600 feet of climb. And then on the Sunday, I went out for a long lunch. Um, a lunch run? I'm looking at Strava, you see, to remember <laughs> what I did. Uh, yeah, I did 20 miles, nice and easy, um, but about what, just under 3,000 feet of climbing. Um, and I did it fasted as well. But again, I say fasted, I had quite a lot of food in the Saturday evening. So I wasn't, I was still quite full, but. Um, just tried. I was I was a really warm day again, uh, and yeah, I just kept my kept my fluids up um, and made sure that I, I had one gel in my pouch just in case I did bonk. Luckily, I never bonked, so yeah, I managed to do 20 miles without any gels, which is quite good. So so yeah, the training is going really well for Mozart now. It's just almost two weeks, and so all time to taper. So there you go, Tom. That's my week. Cool. Um, again, I got some sauna training in again, but just because of the warm weather, it's, uh, it was really good to um, hopefully replicate what the conditions are going to be like as well. So awesome, yeah. So what about Very you, Tom? Good. So how? So just to stay on you then. So you say two weeks to go. So how does the taper for Kyle Gregg lining up for an ultramarathon look? What's the plan? Um. Well, usually. I'm not a big believer in a, a huge taper. Um, I think a lot of people tend. There's some people I know who who start tapering two, three weeks out. Um, but I think it's important that you, you maintain, perhaps not the volume, but certainly the the quality of the session. Um, so I'll start probably about ten ten days out. I'll start reducing the the quality or not the quality the the volume of of running I'm doing. Um, but just maintaining the, the sharpness. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, so I'm going to probably, you know, I'll do a good weekend this weekend. Um, and then that after this weekend, it'll be, it'll just be starting to reduce the volume and, um, you know, do, do another session on Wednesday and then another session the following week, probably at the start of the week. Um, and yeah, just keep, keep maintaining the, the heat training. Um, and yeah, hopefully I'll be all, all ready to go. So there you go. Nice. That's a good week then. A good. I think that's obviously James James Cruikshank when he was on last week touched on that. But you know, listening to the body, it's great to hear an experienced top level guy like you. You know, doing that. You know, a lot of listeners will have bad runs or bad days or days where it doesn't feel right, and it's quite it's quite reassuring to see you. You know, even your 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 level doing that and saying enough. I could do with the, I could do with backing it off, and you've come back and smashed out a three by two mile session as a result of the rest. So that's yeah, cool. yeah, definitely. I mean, it, I, one one thing I would say, and I think I'm sure we've already touched on this with with maybe Fraser. Um, if you miss one session, if you're consistent for a period of time, um, that one day that you miss out is going to make absolutely no difference at all, really, in the grand scheme of things. I mean, I'm looking back at my training the last kind of few months and it's been you know after okay I had I had a couple of weeks where I hardly did any running due to like recovering after a race but I mean I'm average you know the last few weeks I've been averaging between 80 and 90 miles uh, a week and 
Um, and even in the, the last year, I've been averaging about, you know, overall, including the rest, about 70 miles a week. So if you take out that one hard session, even if I didn't do that, it's really, you know, there's going to be a benefit there, of course, but it's it's not going to be the, the be all and end all. It's it's all it's the it's the consistency and the the, the the kind of all the layers you put on top of of in that base that you build is is where you're going to get yeah. the result, not just from that that one hard session that you you, you do or you, you miss out. It's a it's a cumulative effect, and and that's that's kind of how the body reacts to it. So so yes, yeah, so no no, it's um, something that I would always encourages you know don't don't stress out too much about just doing getting getting that pace or thinking i'm going to aim for five or six minute miles today and i'm well off there's so many other conditions what would take into effect you know when you're training a lot of the time you're not going to be tapered for the event you're not going to be you know the conditions might not be um the, the same as what the race conditions are going to be um there's so many variables uh, that you know you're running a lot of the time you're probably doing that training session yourself as well so there's so many variables that that is going to result in and you're not achieving the, the you know those those target times during uh-huh. your training session so try not to get too worked up on it so there you go what about you tom spot on so my week was good yeah i had a good week i was this well, this time or this time last week I was coming off the back of Baker Hughes and it was a 10, 10k reasonably solid run there. So last week first solid mileage after London Marathon, which is now over four weeks ago. So I did Monday it was in just an easy run, six miles, just as I felt on at lunch. I then did some strength and conditioning on the Monday night, which was good. Good to get that's now three weeks on the bounce, so it feels like that's coming back together. Brilliant. On Tuesday, I actually doubled at an easy four miles at lunch, and then I met up with a few of the boys from the from the club and did nine by three minutes of 60 seconds recovery at uh, Duffy Park, which is a park in Aberdeen, and that was good. The plan was to shoot for 10k pace. I think we were probably a little bit hot on pace, but you know when you've got a group like that, it's easy, that easily happens, and they were consistent with pace. So I was shooting for about 5:25. In reality, it was maybe 5.18, but, you know, I held the pace throughout, which was good. So, yeah, so nine by three minutes there. Good to get a, a quick session on the go yeah. there. Um, Wednesday, easy six miles. Legs were a bit stiff, um, but it was a good run. Thursday, I was due to do a session actually on Thursday, but, again, the legs were a bit stiff, a bit tight from from the session on uh, Tuesday. So I decided to push that till Friday. So I went on Thursday... I did another easy eight miles, just did an hour on, on some trails up at Hazelhead, which was good, uh, with one of the guys in the club, Cameron. Yeah. The famous, the burger muncher, Cameron oh. Shrappin. <laughs> and then does on, he listen to the show? He does, he's furious, absolutely furious that we're uh, calling him out on these uh, rustlers, he informs me they're called. The rustlers, ah, right. Yeah. So he, he didn't, because I never got any um, backlash, so I assumed no, it, was, it was okay. I took, the, I took the backlash for an hour oh, around right, Hazelhead. Okay. You can be my sponge then. <laughs> Absolutely. So having had that easy eight miles on Thursday, I went for a session Friday, which I'm, which is good for uh, 400s actually. Um, quick again, trying to get that leg turnover moving. Yeah. Which was good. 13 of those with a two-minute recovery. Uh, I have to confess, the session was 12, but I found myself. I was doing out and back, and I did so 400 out, 400 back. You know, on the session, I found myself at the furthest point. I was like, uh, oh, just do an extra one. 
do an extra one, get get back to work quicker because it was lunch. I was maybe pushing the pushing that a wee bit. And then easy run on Saturday morning, and then on Sunday with the scorching weather we had, me and Fiona went out to Scotty uh, Bankery. So um, that was cool. So we did a uh, we did 12 miles around there. And do you know what was really good actually for me on that run? We did a bit of a lumpy run, just easy pace. But you know when, you'll know, Cal, when you come at Scotty, you run back along the river towards Bankery, and the trail turns into a road, and it's a wee bit undulating, nothing steep, but just up and down. Yep. And I felt for the first time since London, suddenly I felt fresh and good and I decided just to push on a wee bit um, and, you know, came in with a few sort of half marathon pace miles at the end, which was great, just just because, you know, it wasn't planned yep. and I just I just thought, you know, we're sitting sort of 7, 7.30s for most of the run, the last two miles, I just felt really good, so I pushed on, um, put in a couple of 540s and, or what, 545, 550, and yeah, it was it was good, so Brilliant. that was really, really good, really good way to finish the week, so that's maybe yeah. 63 miles last week. Oh, right, good. that's, so you're, you're starting to bump up again, like you said, so I'm glad Spot you're on. delivering on your promise. <laughs> Absolutely, so I'm just looking at that run you did, you got a CR. Oh, yes, and who had the CR, but who had the CR before me? You've got many CRs, have you? That must be one of your first, is it? Oh, it might be one of my first, but it may be one of my first, Kyle, but do you know who had it before I had it? Tell me. Mr. Kyle Craig. Was it? Oh, there you go. God, I'm going to have to get myself back in that route again. So, so Absolutely. Yeah. I see you you putting a little surge um, with your wife. Well, she's a little She's a little bit behind, not by much though. Not by much at all. That's quite a long one actually. That's from the Scotty car park all the way to the Shooting Greens car park. And yep. I'm surprised Robbie Simpson, Fat Simpson, doesn't have that. Well, well, Fat Simpson, once he gets back from his warm weather training, <laughs> yes. he'll be back. He'll be looking at his Strava and gagging to get back on that course. Absolutely. So, yeah. So good week. Uh, sunny. Unlike you, I didn't have the taps up either, but. Um, you know, I'm cultivating a pretty nice uh, vest tan, which is good. You look like you've got a little bit of a, a cherry tomato head at the moment. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Thank you. That's being good. So it's a sign of a good week. It's a sign of a good, good week of training. Now. Absolutely. So with a good week, uh, there was some racing on the go as well last week. There was, wasn't there? Yeah. Um, so where do we Quite start? Well. So will we go local first? Yeah, let's, let's go, go local, local first. Yeah. Yeah. So the the first one. Um, mentioned it in the show last week is the Kaylee Wee Stars 10k um, so it was a trail race and it was where was it again Tom was it just outside it's Old Meldrum I believe that's right Old Meldrum yeah yeah um, I've just been trying to look for the results and I, I can't actually see the results but just a wee mention in, um, you know what Kaylee's Wee Stars is um, so the the charity it was it was founded by um, Jonathan and Anna Cordner um, in memory of, of their of their late daughter um, so they've set up a, a charity um, and the idea of the charity is just to um, provide financial support um, for you know things which they would they would have been experiencing um, with during their daughter's time um, and that's perhaps special experiences uh, such as you know planning uh, day trips holidays and other kind of um, experiences like that um, just to you know, also allow parents to take some some time off work as well, um, to spend with their child without any financial strain. So, um, so yeah, really good charity which has been set up by them. Um, Jonathan's also a 
a really good marathon runner as well. I think he, just, he did two hours fifty as well. So, uh, so yeah, he's he's pretty pretty quick as well. And I think it's maybe why he's tied in this this event as well. And the event itself attracted. I think it was. Um, you know, it's not it's not a huge event. Um, but it's certainly a, a worthy cause. Um, I think it's part of the gala as well. So it attracted about 250 runners this year, which is pretty good. Mm. And uh, yeah, a couple of the, I did find a couple of results out. Uh, so Tom Roach again, inch trail runners. He's this is the fifth time he's had a mention. So he won. Yeah, five for uh, five. Yeah, and Ellie Buchan. I don't know what club she runs for. Eh? Hmm. Maybe Aberdeen. I'm not too sure. Uh, yeah, I think so she's she, having the AC, I think. Yeah, she was first female. And I do believe there was a couple of Metros who were who were running. Um not I think one of I don't know who was third, but uh I think she's a metro. Sure. But anyway, um I'm sure somebody can can kinda send a link over with the results as well. But I'd encourage you to have a look at the website, um really inspiring stuff. Um it's Kaylee's We Stars, it's uh, .co.uk, um, you'll be able to Google it, I'm sure you'll find all the details there, uh, it's a really worthy cause, so yeah, uh, well done Jonathan and Anna for setting that up, um, I think since they've started the, the charity, uh, they've raised £405,000, so it's incredible, wow. so yeah, well done. That's fantastic, Yeah. Awesome. so yeah, great, great race, maybe, maybe we should look at it next year. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean it's been a great, great day for it. It's trail, trail running as well. None of that road stuff. So the better off the road, the more off the road, the better in my eyes. So on the road we had the Shettleston 10K down in Glasgow, which was the part of the the Babcock series which we talked about before. It was the Helensburg one a couple of weeks ago we covered. So this one pretty stacked field actually. We good to see Cal McKenzie Christophen 31-38. Yeah, yeah. Win. Uh, Callum's um, I know Callum quite well he, he, he was in, at uni with me in Aberdeen uh, he runs for Kostorfin in the central belt now and yeah he's 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 another runner who's he ran, went from 34 to, to 30 minutes for a 10k and he's he's recently um, last year he was running for Scotland I think that was his first uh, Scottish Scotland cap as well so yeah real real good runner Um Similar story, you know, he went to uni and after uni graduated, decided I should start running more and I might be, I might actually get quicker and he did, so there you go. Yeah, he's, and he's a regular on the Scottish Athletic Circuit, be it cross country, road relays, road 10Ks, you know, real, uh, really, out, really consistent at those events, so could see him getting a, yeah, when they're definitely, in, uh, pretty, yeah, pretty solid field, I mean, when did like, give us the last day, second? Yeah, I'd like to see Callum going longer like he's sticking to these 10k's he needs to try out a half marathon or a marathon he's getting on now you know so Callum if you're listening to this show maybe bump up the pay, bump up the mileage or bump up the distance will you anyway anyway so he was so he beat a pretty good field there um, in Glasgow I mean just scanning for the results here you can see there's about 12 guys on the 34 minutes which is always a good standard um there's a guy, interesting to see Craig Ruddy, who ran Inverclyde, who he won the Helensburg, Helensburg 10K, and he was he was a fair bit off what he ran at Helensburg, actually, so um, I wonder if about 50 seconds, I don't know if it's a quicker course, or he just had a bad day, but it's quite interesting to see that sort of swing there. Um, yeah. 
So that was, uh, but yeah, th- there was a good day. So that was Cal McKenzie first, uh, Winnie Gabriel Salasi, Shelston second in 32.08, and then Stephen Trainer in 32.10, also Shelston. And on the women's side, Katie White, Garsky, 36.20 for the win, Elspeth Curran, Kilbarkin, 36.34, and Claire Moffat, Falkert, 37. So that's a pretty solid field yeah, in yeah, both definitely. races, which is good. Ah, that's brilliant. Yeah, I don't know too much about the course. Um, no, it, it looks looks pretty quick. Uh, yeah, it's but, Glasgow Green. I know that much. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just looking at the you know the top three anyway. I would expect them to be quicker than than that. Yeah, not saying not saying that they yeah. they had an off day and not their results are great, but um, yeah, I do believe that perhaps maybe as the conditions are. Or maybe the course isn't as quick as it could have been. Um, so I think yeah. all three of those guys are probably much quicker than, than that at the moment. Uh, Stephen Trainer actually uh, ran a 50 flat 10 miler not not long ago. So you know if you if you look at the pace per mile, um, it's much quicker than a 32 minute 10k. So that's kind of where I'm going with that. But in any case, still good results. Still good to see the the depth up there as well. So yeah, awesome. And. On to the Edinburgh Marathon Festival. Now I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be too negative about this, but I've I've already vented my frustrations in the last episode, which you can you're more than happy to listen. You're more than welcome to listen to. Um, but hey, so which so how do you want to go through? I mean, the because I spent a bit of time looking at the results, and the Edinburgh Marathon Festival. It's I think as I think it's a great marathon. To be fair. But I'm just looking at the results. I want. I just wonder, are they doing too much? You got a 5k, a 10k, a half, and a marathon. And when I look across the fields, they're quite diluted. If I'm honest, you know, the 10k for me is not as strong a field as the Shelston one on the same day. Yeah, yeah. The day before, and the 5k is not much of a field. It for me is a glorified park run on a Saturday morning as well, let's not forget. Yeah. So I would argue is you know, there maybe there's a there is a cash a money making, you know, incentive there. Maybe I'm being a bit harsh. And the half, right? The half. I think it's a great event and yeah. le- but how is the half not classified as downhill? I mean I did the Great North Run last year, right? And ran a PB, which I should add is not my PB anymore. But at the time <laughs> Bloody power ten, and it marked as downhill. <laughs> now I look at this race, and I think, how is this? How is this the same? So, Edinburgh Marathon, Scottish Athletics power ten. If you're listening, I'd love to understand why the Edinburgh half marathon is not classed as downhill because you could roll down that. Now I understand there was there was a fair amount of wind on on uh, Sunday, and I'm not knocking anyone's times or 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 not, but I just think it's the elevation profile is suspect. I mean. It starts at uh, Bristol Square. Does the Edinburgh Marathon start at the same place as the Edinburgh Half Marathon? Pass. I couldn't tell you that. Uh, I I can check. I will check. I will have a look at that. Um, I don't know why the marathon. I don't know. Anyway, I'm not saying. I'm not saying it's bad. Do you know that half our listeners ran the Edinburgh Half Marathon? Do you know that? I figured that you put the boot into them last week anyway, so we might as well continue to <laughs> continue our vendetta against the Edinburgh Marathon Festival. Um, yeah. okay. Actually, right, before, right, sorry, all of that's just a sort of general point. It's the consistency I'm a bit not clear on. You've got events like the Inverness 10K, marked as downhill. 
Um, yeah. The Great North Run marches downhill, and this is not. So I just think about the consistency would be interesting. I, I am one thing at, I will, I'm looking at the first, you know, the first half of, of Edinburgh, I, 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 the, the Edinburgh Marathon. The first half is, you know, there's a lot of certainly for the Edinburgh Marathon, you know, that 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 drop probably is insignificant for the whole entire mm. marathon route. However, the the half marathon, I'm I'm not too sure. Um, I'll have to have a look into that anyway, but. There is quite a lot of drop in the first few miles, anyway. You know, yeah. There's, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Going back to the, going back to the fields. You're right. You know, looking at the results, is five. You know, the five k, ten k, half marathon. What I would say is, there's a lot of international runners who do, who've been, a, you know, who are in the half marathon and the marathon. Um. Looking at the mat, but yeah, it's. Yeah, but there are, you've got if you take the it's half, right? Of... You've got you've got three quick guys, and then well, actually, the half. I'll take that back. The half is actually quite a stacked field. The ten k, you've got a couple of quick guys, and then it drops off. Same with the, and I wonder, is there just a decent purse? Yeah, probably. Which is fair. I mean, they're they're trying to attract runners, which is great. But I just think, I wonder whether they would do better just focusing on the, the half and the marathon, and binning the five and ten k. Yeah, I think I think they're trying to appeal for the mass market. Um, to be honest, you know, if you there's some people who can't run a half, you know, a half marathon. So if you're if you want to make money, do all the disciplines. You know. But to anyone who to anyone who did that 5k on Saturday morning, I would say go to one of the two or three park runs in Edinburgh instead. Yep, yeah, I would agree. Um, a lot of money. I don't know how much it is for the 5k's. Not 15, 16 pounds or something. It'd be a lot of money for yeah, a 5k. And I'm sure the community aspect, you won't get that with the park run. Not any bit. You'll absolutely, turn up, you'll do your 5k, you'll get your medal, you'll get your sponsored. Um, oh, they'll give you a t-shirt. That's t-shirt. Cool. Uh, you can get, you can, you know what? You can get a t-shirt from Park Run for free if you volunteer enough times. So, you know, get yourself absolutely. down to Park Run and you know, promote your running community that way. Absolutely. I would, I would say if you're, if you're run, if you're running for a t-shirt, that. Okay, that's uh, you're. It's maybe not a competitive runner. You're not there for a time, so maybe that's a different market. Fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, anyway right. So if we talk about the results there, so um, yeah, the 10k was won by Michael Christofferu, Edinburgh C, who ran 31:37. I believe he was third at the Scottish 5k champs silver nows a few weeks ago. So All good right. to see, despite our slagging off the event, it's good to see a, a Edinburgh runner winning it. Uh, Will Peppercorn, sauce, saucy name, Team <laughs> Bath. Oh, Tom. <laughs> this is going downhill very quickly. More Will Peppercorn. Edinburgh half. We. Will Peppercorn, Team Bath, 33-12, second place. And third place, Lorenzo Massey, 34-08, in uh, no club because he's unattached. Also, shout out to local lad Ben Ward, Metro Abdeen, who PB'd on that course, which is a quite a tough course it shows that he's in great shape he was 34-21 for 5th place and then on the women's side um, these names I think are overseas names Hannah Randakova 38-47 for the win Mizumi Inagaki 39-58 and Alison Orr 40-25 for 3rd place mm. and the, the marathon we spoke about the marathon nope nope we haven't so. spoken about the half either Oh, the half. Well, let's go to the half then. Se- Sevi, Se- you better start this. Severino 
Philippe Gomez, V40, he ran it in 
just wear some spikes, mate. You'll be fine. Or get some, get some trail running shoes, which are, you know, are nice and flat. You'll, 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 you'll save so much time. But anyway, he's, um, yeah, he, he's, he's, he's a really good runner. Um, but he, he can be quite up and down. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what if he if he went out hard in that race or if he uh, took it as a steady run or what his what his expectations were. But um, hey, he was still still a good Solid result run. for him anyway. So well done, Gordon. And yeah, and on, on the women's side with Caroline Jetchatier Jetchatier who won it in two forty seven. And again, I can't quite find a a nationality or a club for her. Uh, the second place was uh, HBT in Scotland's uh, Shona McIntosh two forty nine. Which is great. I mean, Shona's got a PB of 240, uh, which was a few years ago at London, I think. And I know right. Shona, since she had a baby, she's she's been coming back and is looking stronger every time. So it's uh, good to see her in a you know in Edinburgh running a running a good race there. Third, Tracy Millmore, and uh, the only other I guess some Scots of note in the results. Sheena Logan, uh, 5AC, uh, she ran 258. So shout out to Sheena who I was at school with. Star Primary School, so uh, yeah, so Sheena, um, Sheena had a good run. She ran ten minutes quicker than she did in London about five weeks ago, which is quite telling, I think. Wow. That she's either she's in better shape or London. You know, we've we've said before London was a pretty tough day, so so well done to her. And then also with Alison Matthew in the results, which I think Alison is a Metro. So I hope the results in Edinburgh, as you said last year, are notoriously slow and unclear to come through. They're not approved yet for Power 10, so we don't have all the club stats. Um, well, I certainly can't find them. But anyway, there was a Alison Matthews, who I think is a Metro in 312, so well yeah, I, Yeah, Alison, she is, she is a Metro. Um, I'm just looking at her. I think she might have got a PB. Did she? What was her, what was her time? 312? 312. No, it's not a PB. I think her PB is 307. Um... But yeah, yeah, well done. That's good. You're well up in the results anyway, so excellent. Yeah. Perfect. So yeah, I guess that's the Edinburgh Marathon Festival. So uh, obviously a big event. There's been a lot of chat on social media. Fair play to them. I, I mean, the marathon, I've, I feel I was a bit harsh before. I've got a lot of... Res- I think as a marathon, it's great. The half is fine. I'm just intrigued as to why it's not classed as downhill. And yeah. I would bend the 5 and 10k personally. Um, but that's maybe just... Uh, me rather than the, the general feeling. Clearly, there's a lot of people running it. Yeah, I I know why there. You know, it's it's a commercial opportunity to have them all. Um, you know, as a as a runner from our our side, um, you're right. You know, it does dilute the field a lot. Um, you know, sometimes you, you putting all your all your eggs in one basket can can make the event a little bit more appealing. Um. So yeah, but yeah, personally, uh, you know, I, I don't know why, why you know the five k, the the depth of the five k is certainly not as 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 um as much as the depth in the the marathon, for example, um, so, you know, no disrespect to the the, the the winners in that, um, but yeah, it, it's certainly aimed aimed towards everyone, um, so yeah, so yeah, now I'm with you in that. Uh, certainly been the five k, maybe not the ten, but definitely the five. Yeah. yeah, I mean the the 5k is. I'm looking at their website now. The 5k is a lap of Arthur's Seat, which is the same that Great Run do at the start of the year, and you know it's a lot. That's a it's a lovely 5k to run. It's not quick, so if you do it, you're running it either. If you're actually really at the sharp end, you're racing it, or 
Otherwise, I guess you're running it because it's a, a nice course to run around there. But I think I just would say save your 20 quid and go to uh, um, go to the go to the park run down the prom. Fastest 5k in the land. Yeah. Okay. So another news. Um, I was on about the Glass Tulican uphill race last week. Uh, so just look at the results. I was I was actually half tempted to do it, but um, I decided to do a session instead. But I'm glad I didn't because I would have been smoked out the water by um, Chris Jones <laughs> from Dundee Hawk Hill, who smashed the record, and the record was held by um, by Bobby Quinn, who's a GB runner. Uh, you know, back back at you know 15, 20 years ago, um, you know, 28 minute 10k runner. One of Scotland's best ever runners. Um, so yes, to beat his record, he beat it by about 20 seconds. Um, so just bear in mind this this race is a this hill is a Monroe, um, and 7.2 kilometres, and he ran it in 33 minutes, which is you know impressive to for that climb. I looked at his Strava, and his first mile was in five five minutes and 30 seconds. It was 400 feet of climb. For the first mile, five and a half minute mile, for the first mile, ridiculous. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, Christian Jones is, you know, he he is a class runner. Uh, there's no doubt about it. He's also, um, you know, he's he's multi-disciplined runner as well. You know, he can he can run a fast 5k. I'm not sure he's broke 40 minutes, but he's he's near near about that time. Um, definitely, uh, he's a sub 30 minute 10k runner. Probably under 29, you know, in a good day. Uh, you can run a good, a quick half, 64 minute half. Um, not sure what his marathon time is. I'm not sure he's done one. But he's also a GB international um, orienteer as well. Uh, and you know, so he's got the, he's got, he's got the brains and the brawn. So there you go. And he was look at the results. He was a country mile clear. I mean, five minutes. He was literally a mile clear. Yeah. Um, second place was Ali Beaven from Highland Hill Runners. He was 38.50, and I did this race, and I think that was my time. You know, I, I don't know what the conditions were like when I did it, but I'm, I'm a lot quicker now, I would hope. Um, but, yeah, so, and Brian Bonnyman was from Westerlands was in third place. Um, going back to second place, Ali Beaven, uh, he actually did, you know, the on Netflix, you know, the Barclay Marathons? Yes. He did. He did that. Wow. Yeah. So he's he's obviously. A, what did he, How did he, How did he get on? Well, um, I don't know how much you know about the the bar. Did he get Mar- a fun run? Was he a, was he a fun run or was he a, was he more? I'm not how sure. How many laps did he run? Oh, I don't know. Um, oh, he put me in the spot now, Tom. I think he might have done two laps. I could be wrong. Um. So. But but it, even two laps is still incredible. Barclay yeah. Marathons. If you haven't, if you haven't watched it, if you go into Netflix and type in Barclay Marathon, you'll 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 get you know it'll tell you all about the race. Um, the the quote the, the quote from um, every year they have a different quote um, or a different kind of para you know a different phrase. And this year it was help is not coming. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So the organizer um, he's got. A, the guy's got a great sense of humour, or he's got a sick sense of humour, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, yeah, Ali Ali Beaven did that this year, and so he's he's probably still recovering from that. But uh, fair enough. Definitely. Well, what would just to go back on the leader Chris Jones? 
uh, we've already given it, but ultra shout out to Chris Jones because he he, uh, he connected with the Tartan Shorts Twitter profile on uh, on the weekend there. So so hopefully that means he's a listener. Oh wow! And that, yeah. So Chris, if you're listening, we would love to get you on at some point to hear all hear all about uh, your your training and your your background. I've not I've not I've never actually spoke to Chris, but every time I see a result or a picture of him, he always smiles. He smiles yeah, every single picture. How can how can you run that fast and smile? You know, surely you know you, you, people who run that fast. You think they're going eyeballs out? So maybe I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it relaxes them. I don't know. But yeah, talented guy anyway. But yeah, very talented. He actually won the. I remember he won the East District Cross Country in 2016 when we hosted it up here. Oh, that day! I'll never forget yeah, that day. day. Yeah, yeah. You were in a pretty special form that day, mate. Yeah, you? I was. Yeah, I think your mark, my mark's still left on your street. Yeah, running with a hangover. Not good. That's, well, that's, how, that's how the pros do it. Warming, warming up that underneath a bush. So anyway, uh, where are we? Have we drifted? So, Glass Tulican, is that everyone on there? Third place, uh, I'm looking at the results myself. Third place, Brian Bonneman, you mentioned, uh, Westerlands. So yes. Yeah, uh, uh, females, sorry. The first female was Chantelle Clark from Dundee, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, Dundee. Uh, Dundee and Angus Carnickville. Yeah. So she, she runs with a dog. So does that count? I don't know if she was running with the dog that day, but if she was... Ah, uh, okay. Nah, I hope... I'm sure, surely she wasn't running with a dog I'm that, sure that day. Uh, second place was Ella Peters from Glasgow University and... Third place was um, Hilary Ritchie, uh, who's an F50 in 53.39. So, yeah, well done. Excellent. Okay, so on to the next stuff, uh, we have... So, the London, so, actually, yesterday we had a race yesterday. We had the London Vitality 10K, so which, uh, which was on, uh, I guess that was Bank Holiday Monday. So, it was 10K in London. Uh, looks actually a very, or, sorry, let me, London Vitality 10,000 as they, they call it. But as far as I'm concerned, it's not a track, it's on a road, so it's a 10K. I, I agree. Um, Mo Farah won it, so you know my position, I'm a fan of Mo's. Um, he seems to be racing every weekend. He obviously is cashing in at the moment while he's back in back in the UK. But he won in 29.44, which I think was, uh, he pretty much sat in and did what he did in Manchester before and, and showed up for the win. Which he got, fair enough. Richard Allen second, then Matt Sharp in third. Matt Sharp is a triathlete. Uh, I understand right. reading some articles yesterday, so he's a so very impressive run from him. Um, and on the women's side, Steph Twelve, Scotland Steph Twelve won it in 32-34, beating Gemma Steele who was second, and Joe Pavey in third. So strong fields. Wow. Yeah. Um, look at it. again the most time 29-44 wasn't the quickest. Um, but Richard and no. Alan and Mark Sharp were quite close behind, so mm-hmm. I'd imagine Mo was just having it as a doing it as a a, a bit of a tempo, um, yeah. and getting the win. He, he lives in London now, doesn't he? So it would have just been a, I think he does, yeah. Probably just outside his door. So exactly, yeah. Sunday morning, te- Monday morning. I know, tempo. aye, that's it. Yeah. Uh, Callum Hawkins was back um, post Gold Coast. He ran thirty-one twenty-seven. Um, not, not obviously. That's not, not a quick time for him. But it's good to see him back running again. Um, and no doubt we'll see him getting quicker and quicker. So, um, and lastly, um, 
Miles Edwards from Aberdeen. He was he was running, and he that was his first ever 10k. 20, what is he now? 27 years old, and first time he's done a 10k. All this track yeah, stuff, sure. all the short distance stuff, but it's good to see him bumping the distance, bumping the the, the distance yeah. up now. So he ran in 30, he finished in 31.52. So a real good, a real yeah, good 10k good debut for him. Uh, Miles is Miles is a man of many many masks. He he ran a Thames Valley Harriers vest. He is also an Aberdeen runner, which we have to be fair, a long long serving Aberdeen runner, and he. He won the Scottish National 1500 metres a couple of years ago for Aberdeen, you know, big, which was a great success, good moment for him. He's also a Metro Aberdeen paid member, and I've seen him racing in Jog Scotland Contorvet. Oh, really? I mean, oh, get that Miles, quiet. Miles, yeah, we know you. We know you listen, Miles. So the message is: make your mind up, son. <laughs> this is a yeah. Well, let's let's corner him when he's when is he back? I don't even know where he is. Uh, he is. He's back, and he's and uh, he's keen to come on. I think he'd be an interesting guy to speak to, so we can talk us through all his. Training in Kenya and um, the, the work and he does it's, with the, the Timber Embers Foundation. So it's yeah, so Miles, jokes you, as well. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, if he comes on, there's, there's going to be a ban on pubs. Aye, oh god, aye. What was his last one? It was something about Microsoft Word or something? Somebody stole his um, Microsoft Office Word, and then he is the, the the pun was you have my word, you uh, you have my word or something. <laughs> I'm sure he. I'm sure he delivered it better. Probably, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm not a joker, me. <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, well done. Yeah, well done, right. Miles. Good run. Well done. Yeah, that's good to see some Scots there down there. Going international, uh, we had the European 24-hour Championships. Now, I don't know a huge amount about this race, but I was following the British Ultra Running uh, Facebook page. We're posting quite a lot of links to the show. Uh, to the show, uh, links, uh, image, uh, movies, and splits about how everyone was getting on, and um, so it was actually quite quite good to watch. Uh, but yeah, the, the GB men's team landed a, a silver a silver medal, so real good real good result there. Um, the first GB runner home was a Scottish ultra runner James Stewart, who um, who ran was he the first? I'm not sure who he was the first. GB runner actually, but anyway, he was 11th place overall. Um, he's a VP Glasgow athlete, uh, and he ran 151 miles uh, to help GB get the silver. So yeah, really good. Um, well done, James. I'm not sure I would be running 24 hours. I don't know if I would. I don't know how I'd feel. It's it's only in a 1.2 kilometer loop as well. So think about how many laps of of the park that would be, Tom. That's outrageous, absolutely outrageous. I, what I do like though, I like that idea of racing to time. I've always been a big fan of the cycling one-hour world record. I think that's a really cool thing to, you know, it's a, it flips the whole racing thing on the head. And it would be interesting. I mean, what would be interesting if it was a uh, maybe it happens. I've never come across it, but you know, uh, the hour world record for running. You know, just to see some guys, you're just flat out for an hour. How far can you cover? You know, that sort of uh, format. And I guess this is just taking it to the well, taking it to a different yeah, level altogether. How far can you run yeah. 24 hours? Just the, the, the fueling and the pace that you have to go out and you know, it's you can't just go out fast in these things because it's going to do you absolutely no good whatsoever when you get to hour 23, you know? Like, mm. um, you know, the pace is markedly, markedly 
different than than even like a ten hour, eight hour race would be, you know. Yeah. Or, or, so yeah, it's anyway. Just going back to the results. Um, apologies. The, the first GBT um, finisher home was Dan Lawson. Uh, he was actually the defending European champion. He finished fifth. And uh, the second GB counter was was actually indeed um, James Stewart. So, so yeah, well done, well done there. Yeah, and well done to the women's team as well. Um, they were uh, third. Yeah, they were. Yeah, uh, I'm not. I don't know too much about the women's team. I, I'm just looking at the Scottish results. Uh, I, I don't think there was any any Scottish reps in the the GB team. But yeah, well done to the female team as well. Good effort. So in another uh, sort of ultra event with the Hardmore 160 this weekend, which was won by local athlete Stonehaven's Chris Cowley, which is uh, phenomenal. And there's not, I don't, I'll be honest, I don't know much about this. It was actually Old Man Dave who put us onto this. He's obviously clocked. Uh, old Man Dave. Superb achievement. <laughs> but um. Yeah, so it's called the the Ring of Steel, the Hardmore's 160, the Ring of Steel Ultramarathon. Um, so it's held uh, along the Cleveland Way to Helmsley. So yeah, it's 7,000 feet. Is that right? Sitting, in fact, 7,000 meters of, of climbing. So it's not it's not for the faint-hearted. Mm. That's for that's for sure. But yeah, well done. Yeah. Good result. Yeah, yeah, great result from uh, from Chris there. He's uh, I, I don't know Chris, but I know him. I know him loosely. Uh, he's always uh, marshalling at the the Fet Wrestle Tower at the Stonehaven Half Marathon. So I've seen him from there time to time. So uh, yeah, well done to you, Chris. Excellent. Well done. Okay, dokie. Um, I think that rounds up all the results. Uh, the only other thing was there was a recent um, was a Scottish Home International selection for hill running. Um, so we had a couple of North representatives who've been picked and that's James Espy from D-Side Runners and also the Kirsty Rogan as well from My Road Runners. That's her she's that's her first senior cat for Scotland. So well done to Kirsty. Um we mentioned Kirsty mentioned Kirsty in the show last year. Uh, last year, last week. Um how how she had a good race at the Intercounties and yeah, really good to see her um, getting a Scotland vest. So, well done. And I'm sure Kirsty's dad, Paul Ro- Paul Rogan, he'll be proud as well as Robbie Patterson, Kirsty's um, husband, uh, both who are both really good runners in their own right as well. So yeah, well done. And yeah, congrats yeah, to them. A couple other um, a couple other folk who are in the team. Stephanie Proven from D side as well. She's also in the team. Uh, Ruth Joss from Shettleston. Georgia Tindley from Hunters Bog Trotters. And in the men's side, you had Jacob Jacob Aitken, who's an under-23 from Edinburgh University here in Hounds. Ewan Brown, who ran, I think he was in seventh place in the county hill running champs last week. Uh, He's been selected as well as Andrew Douglas. Remember Clyde, who's also a North, North, um, North runner. And Ross Collin as well, uh, another North runner, and Murray Screen as well. Uh, so yeah, well done to those guys. Yeah, that's cool. And that so that race is this Saturday. Yeah, so look forward to we can speak about that next. Yeah, week, it's right? this Saturday, Sedborough, um, and it's also incorporated as a British trial for the GB and the GB team for the European Championships later on in the in the summer. So yeah, there you go. 
So with that, so with that in mind, looking at the Scottish guys and girls in that team, who do you think's got a shot at making the GB squad there? Well, it's quite a, it's quite a difficult one because I mean these you know the the intercounties, the intercounty hill running champs is it's probably like it's like a it's like a GB it's like a GB champ championship race as well. So it's probably going to be the same type of runners who are going to be there. Um, you don't actually have to represent the your country to to be part of the race. So you might get um, other runners who who might fancy their chances, but. Um, my money would be on Andrew Andrew Douglas. Uh, you know he's out training in uh, in America just think He's in Boulder, Colorado just now. Um, okay. So he's he's been getting in the training. Uh, so he's, he was running pretty well before he left. So God knows what he's going to be like um, when he comes back down from altitude. Uh, that yeah. you you and Brown guy. You know he was sixth or seventh at, at the race last week. So you know if they, if they send a full team, then if he has a good race again, depending what the conditions are like and the type of the type of race it is. You know if it's how much how much climb there's going to be. Is it a, is it going to be a technical um, course? Is it going to be uh, you know is it going to be quite runnable? Who knows? Um, my strain as well. You know when he's he's never uh, you know. Versatile athlete, Ross Gollum's running well. So, but anyway, quite a lot of the. I, I think it's probably one of the strongest men's teams has been in a while, actually. So, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they all get on. So, yeah, there you go. Cool. So, yes, yeah, so that's. I think that's really, really it this weekend. I mean, I guess that does move us on to the next week's races. We've got that. We've also got the Aloha Half Marathon this weekend, which is a which is a really good half marathon. Uh, in Scotland, a really popular one. Usually in March, I've run that quite a few times and always enjoyed it. It's a really good pre. In fact, yeah, for you guys who are doing spring marathons next year, Alloa is a really good pre London or um, Stirling, I guess, marathon. It's pretty well timed for that and it's usually got a solid field. Um, so, yeah, really good event. But anyway, it was uh, the Beast from the East caused that to be delayed, so it's sort of postponed, sorry, so it is being held this weekend and I'm not sure entries are still open or not but I've actually been trying to have a look at the field so we can have a to try and talk about who might have a shot at winning it but to be honest it's an absolute there's just an absolute <laughs> data dump of all the names of every single person uh, 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 you've been there forever God. Uh, I ain't, stro- I ain't strong through it so we'll exactly so we'll, com- we'll just comment on the results next week, week instead but anyway so that's cool um and I don't know any. I don't know any other races coming up this weekend, Kyle. Have you you're aware of any? Uh, God, what is there? Um, there's a race. There's actually the. There's a race near near Ascot. The it's part of the Cornhill Highland Games, um, and it's a there's a 10k and there's a there's a hill race. And I I've done it. I've done it in the past. Now, this is probably another conversation, but you know, there's a bit there's a bit of prize money to be had there. Um, so you know, I've been I've been known to. Go along and, and and try and try and win it, and and luckily I I have, uh, so I've, I've earned earned a nice nice wee prize pot, you know. Uh, it's, it doesn't doesn't nice. it's not a salary as such, but it's it's always nice to to get a wee perk of of, of doing these races. So yeah, it was I, I might I might do it this weekend, but we'll just see what happens. I, I probably should really stick to training, but if I if I get the opportunity, I will. Um, this talk of Going to Port Soy afterwards, if I if I was to do it, because there's really good ice cream there, so I might do it with that incentive nice. to to get a really good fancy 
huge ice cream full of all the toppings and all the flavours. So we'll see what happens. Are there beers afterwards? No, there's not. I don't think there. In fact, there's a beer tent. Because I remember going, oh, I could maybe go for it. But then I was driving, so I couldn't, oh. I couldn't divulge, unfortunately. So, oh, well, you do. Indulge. Because one bit of feedback that we've had about the show is people seem interested when we highlight what races have beer available afterwards. Oh, really? We, not that, we shouldn't be surprised with that. I mean, that's a normal, you know, that's what we like to see after races. So it shouldn't surprise that other people want to see that as well. So the long side loop, for example, we, we said that had beers afterwards. I think that they're going to get an influx of entries next year <laughs> really? because of that. So oh, yeah, well, maybe we should just which is pretty cool. So what about we we just going back to the the beer mile? What, what's uh, have we have we made any plans on on how we're going to do that? Because that that's that's something we're going to do, isn't it? That is Tra- something we're going to do. Beer think, mile championships. I think so. The biggest problem we face there is is where to do it. Now, I think Balgoni, there's a those of you who are from Aberdeen will know Balgoni is an old running track. I think it's Aberdeen University or or maybe Aberdeen Sports own it. So that there's I think that would be the most obvious place. But once we find a location, I think I think we can get an interest locally. And to listeners in the Central Belt, if you want to come up, let's make a let's make an event of it. We could, you know, we could make this. Is there a Scottish Beer Mile Championships? I'm not sure. And actually, on the same in terms of getting the beer. Um, lo- local runner and uh, certainly according to SoundCloud he seems to listen to the podcast local runner and legend Martin Dickey who's one of the co-founders of Brewdog is down as a listener on SoundCloud on, uh, for the show so Martin if you're listening and Brewdog are interested in getting involved in the Tartan Running Shorts Beer Mile Championships that would be phenomenal that would, that would be Martin ace. Is recently, he's also recently joined Strava Martin now I remember I Brewdog everyone will know the Brewdog story but I'm a I, just, I was a original equity for punks member back in 2010 or whenever it was 2009 i remember we went to fraserburgh for the they had a uh, an agm there it wasn't like it is now with either world and hundreds and thousands <laughs> yeah. of people it was like 30 people making beer and i remember clocking the fact that he had a pair of trail shoes on i thought this lad is running <laughs> and now like <laughs> and i've since seen him at, uh, anyway i saw him at baker hughes this year he was floating around and uh, he's popped up in strava as well so uh yeah so you're, we're outing you as a runner now if you're listening Martin yeah so we're uh, we're going to come chap on your door because Brewdog they're doing a cycling sport this summer you know there's a run that um, Metro and also fit like jogger Dave Scott in Aberdeen organises from the Brewdog bar in Aberdeen up to the Ellen Brewery which loads of people do really popular so you're doing your bit let's see a beer mile championships backed by that, Brewdog it, in Aberdeen I tell you what though you did know that you know the, the beer our wedding that was it, our beer mile at Maladin. Yes. That, that was sponsored by Brewdog. Well, I say it was sponsored by Brewdog. One of um, Nicole, who, who works at Brewdog, she she um, she kindly provided the, the beer for us. Um, now, that was that was epic. So part of the... Part that was of very good, actually. We yeah. had the good old ceremony, but we want to make, you know, because myself and Debbie were, were both runners, and we want to make it a little bit of a theme. So we, we did a beer. It wasn't quite a beer mile. Um, the loop was just along the quad, just a quad bike trail, um, about 200 meters was it about, Tom? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So everyone's in. It was cool. All the boys are in their kilts, their willies are hanging out, their butts are in the air, and all the girls are in their nice dresses and clattered in mud and drinking beer. The beer's going all over the 
dresses. But do you know what, though, Tom? Everyone had what? such a great time. Everyone was smiling. And then... It was great. Other than me. So I, I did my four my four pints. Feeling a bit of a head on. What do I have to do next, Tom? I've got speech. to do a speech. So that was one thing I learned. Never to drink beer before a big speech like that. Uh, your speech was good. Your speech was, was very I can't good. even remember it, Tom. Why well, I, I can, so I can tell you it was a good All right, that's fine then. As long as I wasn't... Yeah, if I, I was, wasn't... Maybe that's your secret. Maybe. Maybe, who knows? Yeah. Anyway, so... Anyway, so let's make that happen. August. Yes. I think right, we need to put let's it, do it. So if anyone's got any ideas, or if anyone wants to help organise it, feel free. <laughs> yeah, do it. Organise it. You can't organise a piss-up in a brewery, so who knows how we can organise a piss-up in a, a running track. Um, and then, yeah, moving on to next week, uh, we have our coach who's um, decided, or he's agreed to um, speak speak to the pot, speak to our, the listeners, um, and he's going to do a maybe not quite a weekly, but a fortnightly um, part in in the podcast, uh, just about various aspects of of training. Um, some of the topics are going to be um, marathon, ultra, strength work, um, benefits of various types of fasted training, uh, periodized nutrition, mental aspects of running performance. Um, so yeah, we're looking, we're hoping to do a wee, a wee series on on that kind of thing as part of our podcast. So uh, hopefully I'll provide lots of good insights um, similar to what, what we had with Fraser and James. So should be good. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, really yeah, exciting. And then lastly, but not least, uh, we have James Wilson's brother, Kenny Wilson, who's going to speak to us this time. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, we'll we'll um, we'll hopefully uh, this will give you all a good insight as to what Kenny's training is, um, you know where he's come from, and uh, you know what his plans are for the rest of the season. So yeah, there we go. So, uh, we've got Kenny Wilson, uh, James Wilson's brother, Kenny Wilson, on the show today. Ah, oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying your, your show. Um, yeah, it's really good, so I'm pleased to be on it. Brilliant. Um, yeah, so, Kenny, just for the listeners, uh, I'm sure some, we've, we've mentioned you in every episode so far. Um, can you just give us a bit of about you like how you started when you started running how long you've you've been running for uh you know wh- where it all began um and your club you run for all that kind of that essential information that background okay um, setting the scene yeah so I'm, I'm pleased to have been in the first four episodes so uh yeah if this is number five then yeah i'm on a good run with you guys um but yeah i started running um Probably primary, primary six, primary seven. Um, there was a lady that used to come in and do sport with us, um, Marjorie Swinton, and um, we were just doing stuff for a sports day. And I think she spotted I was, I was all right at the longer distance stuff. Um, so I started training with her, and she started a little club, um, and just that, yeah, progressed from there to to joining Murray Road Runners, um, doing track and field and cross country through the years. Um, just in the North District. Um, so I've done that until 17. Um, yeah, took a few years out and played football for about four years, which I kind of regret now. Um, 
Yeah. yeah. I just wonder if I stuck at it. Uh, yeah, if I if I'd be at a higher level than than I am at the moment. But uh, I came came back about 2012, I think, and um, yeah, just steadily steadily progressed from there. Um, yeah, improving my times each year. So um, yeah, it's all been going going really good. Yeah. Well, I mean, how old are you now, Kenny? I'm getting old now. Yeah, I'm 28. 28. So, Jesus. And yeah. you've only just started getting. Well, I say you've only. It's the last couple of years you've, you've, you've kind of just started really ramping it up. Um, again, Kenny, you've been you've been fairly modest. Um, you know, you've you've gone from running. You know, although you've been running that long, um, the last I suppose the last couple of years. In fact, the last year has been probably your your most successful year of running. I would I would I would say. Um, would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Progression. Um, I started off maybe 30, 36 minute tank here um, back in about twenty twelve. Um, yeah, just just improved the time each year. Got it down to thirty twenty five last year. Um, but wow. yeah, it's been, and how many years well, did that? How many years did that take you to do to break go go from thirty six to thirty? Thirty six to thirty. So uh, about five five years. Five um, years. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much average a minute a year. Uh, improvement um, so it's just been consistency I've got um, got two really good coaches uh, Carl and George Sim um, so I pretty much I just do what I'm told and uh, <laughs> the times the times come down so I'm really lucky um, yeah I've got coaches uh, that sort of know my strengths um, and yeah yeah, we seem to be working really well together so. yeah brilliant I mean Car- I, you know, obviously I know Carl and George really well from you know I've growing up with him uh you know yeah. part of the running life um being a fo- former forest hire uh, and a forest boy mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i mean carol and, and george you know certainly carol to start with, you know she she was coaching you guys um you know mark mitchell and you know, remember kyle cowie as well <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. He, was really good in the we had it. a really good group as a junior um yeah i joined yeah. that group maybe under under 13, under 15. Um, so, yeah, I had people like Mark Mitchell, Kyle Curry, Andrew Clark to look up to. And um, George, uh, my coach, George Sim, he was running at the time, so he was a runner I looked up to as well. Um, again, George is a, an amazing runner back in, in his own right. Um, you know, he was Definitely, yeah. He, he came, he came yeah. from a footballing background and then he, he started, is that right? Uh, and then he, he, start, he, he picked up he running later like, on. Um, a bit later on, so yeah, he was in his mid thirties when he started. Yeah. Um, and he was a thirty minute ten k runner. He, he ran great, great vet times. Um, so yeah, he's full of knowledge as well, and he'd done like the world vet championships. Um, he's a silver medalist um, one of the years out in Italy. Wow, and his uh, t- his times as a vet were incredible. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was. Yeah, you I, not I can't f- remember them all off the top of my head. Oh, here you go. I'm putting you on the spot now, Kenny. Put, put Need to know your coach yeah. inside out as well as he knows you. But, <laughs> that's it. But um, that was like my first target was to, to just try and get close to close to his times. Um, yeah, they're really impressive. And um, yeah, so I've managed to get most. Of, I still to get the marathon. Um, but yeah, hopefully in a few years' time, I'll, I'll get get a marathon out the way. Um, but yeah, times times are really good. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, um, 
So just kind of, you know, we've, you, you're also, you've been fairly modest about your improvements. Uh, you know, we've obviously known you've, you've improved them, um, but you've also now gained um, Scotland selection as well uh, for a couple, you know, a couple of races now. Um, so what was your first one again, Kenny? It was the... So my first one um, was down in Leeds, um, Abbey Dash last year. Uh, it kind of came out... Which out was the 10K, well, wasn't it? Um, I got fourth at the Scottish Champs in September, which is the, the sort of trial race. Yeah, I kind of surprised myself there, um, yeah, but done good enough to, to gain a selection for Leeds. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was that was great to get my first one. Um, and then I targeted trying to get picked for Denmark this year um, and again managed to do, do well in the, uh, the trial race, uh, which was the Tom Scott 10-miler. Um, so yeah, great, two great experiences. Um, and I wouldn't have thought two years ago I would have uh, got a Scotland vest. So it's it's been a definite a, a really good bonus and um, yeah. yeah, good motivation for the future as well. And what what's your PBs? What are your um, your three k, five k, ten k, ten mile, half marathon PBs? Yeah. So for three k, it's eight thirty six. Um, 5k's 14 14.36 I think yeah. 10k is 30.25 10 mile 49.43 and half marathon 67.06 wow impressive yeah. times yeah that's so quick um, what do you think your best one is what, what do you think is the one that you you feel is the best PB and what What's the one that you'd like to improve on more? So I, I see myself long term more in the longer distance. Um, it kind of chops and changes. I, I have a really good race in one and think, oh, maybe I'm good at the longer distance. And then uh, I knocked my 5K time down as well. So I thought, oh, I'm, I'm still doing all right at the shorter stuff. So, But I think long term, I'm probably looking at getting the half marathon time down. Um and then maybe progressing once I go the other side of thirty uh, into the marathon. Quite keen to give that one a good a good shot after seeing your times. Uh, hey. oh, you, you, my times will be nothing compared to yours. You'll be smashing <laughs> mine. I hope. I'm I'm I I'm past it. Me. Five off a four weeks. Uh, <laughs> <notice>. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm I'm four years older than you. <laughs> You've got four more years of of peaking. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, if I'm still improving in four years' time, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. Well, I think we touched on it last last week on the show. Um, you know that delay. You know, I know you've been you've been at you write the game for a few years of of running properly. Um, but there's that argument that if you were running at that time, you probably might have burned out by now. Um, or yeah, you might you might have been quicker. You, you just yeah, don't know, was, do you? Listening to you last week and. It's a, yeah, it's something I've thought about as well, yeah. Especially when you've been running for so long. Um, you know, you've been running since you were in primary school and that's just, you know, and that, that's a long time to run. Um and I know there's a lot of people out there who, who run from primary school, the time they get to to the adulthood, they they burn out, you know, physically and or mentally. Um so there's a lot of belief in, in trying to, you know, almost try and last as long as you can you know and, and that's that also 
kind of stems from probably the, another theme of the show this week is is listening to what your body is is doing and how it's feeling and and being able to go right i'm just going to take the gas off a little bit um yeah. now i'm going to go into that and this kind of leads me on to my next question so i always look at your strava and every session you do <laughs> every run every recovery run you do is yeah. like six minute miles or, or less how how on earth can you run six minute miles or less every day it's just uh how'd you do it more just boredom uh <laughs> get really bored running running any slower so it's it's a debate me and my coaches have they they want me to take some of my runs slower um i just go out so and see see what feels comfortable so i think you said maybe spoke about it before if i'm if i'm feeling good i'll yeah, I'll go a bit quicker as, as long as, say, on my steady run, if I'm feeling good, I'll go a bit quicker. Um, just I just go by feel most of the time. If yeah. I am feeling tired, I will I'll slow it down a little bit. But, um, yeah, just, I just sort of, yeah, I just enjoy running a bit faster. So, and, and, um, it, and it's not even like you're going fast and and having, you know, and doing not that much mileage. You're, you're, you're running fast and you're still getting in the mileage. Which is, you know, is impressive, and you know, I'm not, I'm not criticizing your training methods or the pace that you run at, because it, it it's working for you. So why would I criticize moment, it? You know, it's, moment, uh, yeah, it seems to be, it seems to be working. Um, yeah, yeah. I, just recently, I've I've started increasing the mileage. So we had a long time sitting maybe about the 60, 70 miles a week. Um, it's more just to avoid injury. Yeah, you don't want to step it up too much too quickly. So it's it's kind of been gradual, and it's just in the last few months I've started introducing double days as well to to help bring the mileage up just a little bit. Okay, um, is that is that just recent? You started doing double runs in. Round about it was we we spoke about it after Leeds. I actually came away from the Leeds race a bit disappointed uh, that I didn't TB down there. I think around thirty forty four. And it was just thinking, like, what can I do different to compete with these guys? It was good getting selected, but once you're selected, you you want to be competitive against the top guys as well. Yeah. And um, so it was just it was just an idea. I had thought, well, we'll try it, see if it helps. And kind of got there was a lot of races around about then, so it was about March kind of time. I, I built the mileage up, and then it seemed to pay off for Tom Scott. So it's it's something that's we're sort of sticking to it at the moment and just seeing how it plays out. Yeah, and the Tom Scott race was the 10-mile Scottish Championships and you were second there, which was in, incredible, yeah. incredibly. I, personally, I, I think this is your, the most incredible time you've got so far is, is a 49, what was it you got, 49? Yeah, 49, 43. It's, it's actually the race I'm, I've been happiest with. Uh, I, I think that's been my best performance. Yeah, um, so, so to, to, get a, to get a time like that, uh, would would certainly suggest that your your half time, even at that time, I know I know you're going to be getting quicker and quicker, um, would be a 66, 60, yeah, maybe even uh, a sixty five. You know, but... year, yeah, um, target in Glasgow half later in the year. Um, so yeah, six. I've if you think got a high sixty five in my head. Ah, um... uh, just put your put that in your head. <laughs> yeah, um... <laughs> I can only dream of these times. So. I'd be Fifty-nine. Um, I think you're getting into some some decent times then. 
well, you already are at the decent times. So that, that's awesome. <laughs> um, and just a couple other races uh, you, you've got planned. Now, I know... Um, there's been there's a there's the there's a 5k happening soon and uh hashtag the road to uhi 5k <laughs> you've been spying on my uh <laughs> perhaps maybe maybe yes maybe, maybe tom asked me to, to speak about this um so this this 5k this is in Inverness, isn't it this loop there's a loop around the i think we spoke about the universities the university of highlands and islands um facility and it's a one what is it how many loops how many is it one well, k loop or one mile loop i've heard we're doing fi- about five laps of the mark mitchell uhi loop right okay um he's he he trains on it all the time i think so um it, it sounds it sounds a really quick course um we're looking at his trying t- to get a strong field so yeah it looking should be, should be great fun yeah yeah and it's in july is it july the I want to say July the thirteenth. Oh, Friday is it? Is it an evening? Or is it? Yeah, Friday, Friday evening. Yeah. Friday the thirteenth. Friday the thirteenth. Oh my yeah. god! Oh wow. Um. Well, I might, I might get my five k running shoes on and give it a bash. Yeah, definitely, you should. I've heard, I've heard Tom, uh, Tom signed up for Tom- uh, Fiona as well. Oh, have they both signed up? All right, okay. Oh. Yeah. Well, maybe give it a bash. You, you'll have to as well. Uh, well, if I do the five, if I if I do the five k, you have to do a marathon. A marathon. <laughs> you have to convince my coaches first. Carol, George, Kenny's going to do a marathon. Yeah. <laughs> I've not asked them. I've told them. <laughs> you told them, yeah. Uh, that's yeah, another listener. Nice. That's another couple of listeners off the show. Oh <laughs> me. All right. Well. Yeah, that well, that that five k is going to be a quick one. Um, so yeah, what do you know? What's under how how tenter? Um, it's it's through en- entry central, I think. Um, the person to ask actually is is Ross Cairns. He's he's the one organising it. So um, yeah, if you find him on Facebook, they'll be he'll be able to give you the give you the details yeah. for that one okay well we'll try and get in the show notes anyway but it's um it's going to be a 5k in around the Reness, um the university of highlands and islands and uh it's going to be a quick course it's going to be a fast one so hopefully we can get some lots of runners to go along um and uh you know the entry fees pretty decent um you know it's okay we were having an argument about park runs being been free in in the community but you know this is this is a local race this isn't a money a profit making one this is just to get just get a good you know a, a good good depth good standard and hopefully get get lots of pbs for for everyone as well so yeah yeah, hopefully, we'll tr- yeah i'm sure i'm sure yeah. if we can get a good field there uh, yeah, yeah everyone's going to be able to push themselves to a, to a quick time the yeah. course is definitely definitely a, a quick course so. awesome anyone out uh out in the east should come along uh <laughs> along to the north definitely cool so um kenny we've spoke a bit about your running but we haven't really spoke about what else you do and uh, you know i i don't i know you get bored and you go out for runs but you must you must do other you know do you i know what you do but for the listeners what else do you do do tra- training wise yeah and train not training wise just work wise as well and okay yeah because that that's well, quite uh, interesting we're on on the uh, again this is a running podcast um you know, we we do like our, our booze. Uh, so you've got quite an interesting job as well, don't you? 
I work in a I work in a warehouse at a distillery. Um, so yeah, it's really physical work actually. Um, yeah, pushing casks, doing the fillings, um, just just a bit of everything really. Uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a lot of strength training actually during the day. Yeah. Um, I do come home from work quite tired, and you sort of have to motivate motivate yourself just to go straight out the door and and get your training done. Yeah. Um, so it seems to. It's hard work, but it doesn't seem to affect the training uh, too much, which which is good at the moment. Um, yeah, can still get my miles in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good good for strength. Strength. Now, what what would you say? This is a question which which is kind of I'm going to bring up now. Um, I, 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 I sit down, I'm office-based, and you know, there's a lot of people who are probably listening to the show or are or, or, or office-based, you know, their roles mainly just sitting down at a laptop or a computer or at meetings, and um, versus your kind of role, you're, you're, you're kind of a bit more mobile. Um, now, do you yeah. think if you, were in, if you were in office, you know, working you know, behind a desk, do you think you would, you would benefit from that, or do you think that would... That would inhibit your training or, or what, what would you say to that i'm not too sure i i did do an office job um a few years ago for a year and i, I don't know if if you sometimes feel it but i used to feel it was hard to get going after sitting down all day i totally agree Maybe, yeah yeah like your first few miles you just it was like your legs didn't move um so yeah i don't know if do you get that yeah, I, I get that as well. Um, I've always thought about, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll have a day where I'm, I'm moving about more and I feel so much better for doing it. Um, and it gets you thinking, you know, what should you be when you're working in an office for the benefit of your training and, and you're running, move more, um, stretch more, go to the toilet and put your foot on the toilet toilet lid and, and give your hip flexors a stretch, you know? Um, yeah, I think while your yeah, colleagues are smoking a cigarette, you know, you go to the toilet and do your do your dynamic stretches. Uh, I know that's what Debbie does. Um, she she does a lot of stretching. She sit, sits down a lot, but it's 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 an argument which I'm sure I'll, I'll rage on. The, the flip side of that is, you know, if you've got a laborious job, um, that you're you're wearing yourself out, and you've kind of touched on it as well. You know, whereas if you're sitting down at an office, you're not physically it's not as physically demanding um but yeah it'd be interesting to know what other people think as well so yeah oh yeah it's yeah i don't think there's much jobs that has the happy medium for a runner um, nah nah yeah it's it's either you've got a physical job and you're really tired or it's hard to get going if you if you're at a desk job yeah that's it now going on the strength work i know you do a lot of obviously other than what you work you know your work side of things you, you, you do a lot of strength work. Um, I say a lot. You, you do a lot of core work, um, and you're always doing these weird and wonderful moves on on Instagram, and and I and I try and do it, and and I look oh I look I don't know I, I look like I'm doing the complete opposite of what you're doing. You know I'm upside down and you're you're horizontal, and I, I didn't think mine looked too good myself. Um, yeah, I think it's just finding seeing things on say seeing Instagram. You see these exercises appear or you read an article and you see an exercise and um, we just try I do strength training on a Monday as well sort of core work body weight kind of work and we've got sort of like a core kind of set where we do like a snatch clean um, squats just 
simple, simple kind of exercises. And then, yeah, I used to, we usually try and throw in something fun just to keep it keep it fresh and yeah, get keep yeah. get the get the Insta followers up. That's it. It's all about the Insta followers. <laughs> and what about the the load that you're you're working at? Um, do you do uh, do you do kind of high reps, low weights, or do you do you know uh, high weights, low reps, or do you do a mix? Yeah. A mix of things? So my my weights aren't aren't too heavy. Um, we do like a three. We base it off a three rep max. Yeah. Um. So we'll test every every couple of months. Um. See what my three rep max is, and then maybe do three sets of five, three sets of six, just below your your okay. max. Um. So yeah, for for me it's not too heavy. It's more just just getting some strength without bulking up any. Mm-hmm. Any muscles, so. And do you find that's made a, do you find that's made a difference in terms of performance, or would you say it's more for injury prevention? Or? A, a bit of both. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely my core. I feel like towards the end of a race now, if I'm getting tired, I don't sort of swing as much. I, I feel a, a bit more in control. So I think I definitely think for yeah for improving you maybe towards the end of your race. You can keep the strength in the upper body, um, yeah, so you don't lose too much energy rocking. I definitely, if you can, add it into your, your training, I'd, I'd recommend it. Okay, brilliant. There you go, listeners. That's uh, interesting about the strength stuff. I know um, you also do some hill reps as well, do you? Some of that? Or... Hill reps are tonight, yeah. Ah, um, really? There you go. Yeah, yeah it's, it's all sort of periodized kind of training, so there'll be times of the year when we're doing hill reps once a week um mixing it with track work uh, it just depends what kind of race we're targeting we throw in more hills for for the long when i'm doing like half marathon kind of stuff just to try and build strength into the legs yeah um tonight's ones were a bit shorter because we're aiming for just getting speed into the legs now so it was sort of short ones on a gradual incline uh, and is that for the uh, hashtag the road to uhi 5k is it that's for that race? Part of that hashtag, yeah. 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 Um, I think that's my next race, so we're we're just trying to try to get the legs speedy and yeah. get a good five k and target the ten k's in the in the autumn. Okay, so yeah, so not not much tra- not much races coming up. More more training just now then. Just a good training block. Um, I've had a lot of races recently, so it was a week off last week. Um, just a complete rest and then straight back into it for. Yeah, the next next month and a half maybe, uh, just hard training and uh, seeing if we can can make some gains. Yeah, awesome. And okay, so talking about the the kind of training element, um, you you're mentioning about the periodization of when you're doing half marathon training versus like ten k five k training. What mm-hmm. what kind of types of sessions would would differ? You know, you don't. You don't have to give away all your secrets. Uh, <laughs> That's all right. So, what, what, what's the kind of main differences, really? Then, or, or what the, the the key sessions you're doing? Would, would would you be doing longer reps, or would you be doing shorter recovery, or more tempo running, or what, what would you do? A lot of my a lot of my sessions are are short recoveries. Um, so, say building up to to the little belt half. Um, we're doing our main sessions that I was really 
really enjoying was two sets of four one mile efforts um, with 60 second recoveries so that was fun um, and another one was so there was three three main sessions there was that one there was 16 by 400 with 30 recoveries yeah and 32 200s with 15 second recoveries um, so yeah that's that's like yeah, giving away the secrets there, but um, <laughs> I um I did a similar favorite session. Yeah, I, yeah. I quite like that. The shortest, the, the short, the short reps and the long, well, the, the short reps and lots of them. I, I quite enjoy them. Uh, I think the last time I did a session like that was my thirtieth birthday in Prague. Uh, nice did, birthday present. I know. I did thirty times four hundred, um, and then we went into Prague. We had some beer. I had some mulled wine or whatever you call it in Prague, uh, and then I noticed there was this night night run five k. Oh, nice! Uh, and it was all singing and all dancing, but the only thing was you you couldn't you had to have a head torch. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. And I never had one, obviously, because I wasn't expecting to do it. And I thought oh, I was half cut. Why not? I'll give it a bash. So what I did was I taped I taped my mobile phone around my head. I was the, going to ask if you had a phone. Yeah, I mean, I, I just taped it around my head with, and and put the light on and ran ran along and I was in like fortieth place to start with. I was and then I realised after like a mile, everyone bonked, everyone slowed down, and I ended up winning it. It was it was surreal. <laughs> uh, but I I went past the, the the lead cyclist. He didn't know where he was going, so I was oh. wandering around the streets of Prague trying to find my way back and. Um, Nah, anyway, I'm I'm totally. So is that is that your secret then? Um, is it beer and wine on the day of a race? <sighs> nah, I mean it was a slow five k. I mean it was like seventeen minutes or something. So for for me anyway, it's it would, it would be slow and slow slow now. But uh, in fact, that's probably quite fast for me now. Now that I'm an ultra runner. But anyway, Kenny, this isn't about this. This is about interviewing you, not me. Um, so, the, the, I've got I've got a couple other questions. We could go on all day, but um, we me and Tom spoke all the shite for about an hour, um, so we've only got a few more minutes left, or, or, or the listeners will switch off uh, when they get to your interview. So, not not your fault, but our fault for rambling on. Um, now I've got another question about your because I think your training and just your development since you started. Like, well, I'm you know the last couple of years has been inspirational to hopefully a lot of a lot of people, and it certainly has for me. Because I mean, I I used to you know I was racing you and we were, I was you know not not bigging myself up, but I was beating you, and now and now I've, I'm nowhere near you in these these races uh, and these five k's and ten k's and halves, um, and. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I think it's incredible what you're doing and how you're doing it and the, the commitment that you're putting putting in. Now, this is a question I'm, I like to ask most of our listen um, our guests is the commitment that you're putting in is what would you say? Would you say it's what's the secret? Would you say it's commitment or would you say it's the types of sessions you're doing? Would you say it's what you're eating and the strength work or would you say it's a combination or what do you think the what what would you say the main um, reason that you're quicker than you were? Um, I think it's just just consistency in training. Um, yeah, just just going out, getting getting all the sessions done. Um, some sessions go better than others. If if you have a bad session, at least 
you know you put in the effort, so it's going to benefit you anyway. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's just uh, yeah, just getting the consistency. Um, eating that's probably something I'm working on now to try and yeah, I'm trying to eat a bit health healthier. Um, just get the right right stuff in, just so you feel good for training. And yeah, um, that's something all, I was um, all links in together. Yeah, um, something I haven't touched on is what what you eat fueling and what you're eating because I, I think you've you were mentioning that you've you've changed your diet not your diet but you've changed what you eat and when you eat you can chat yeah, about so that I eat I eat more uh, more towards a vegetarian kind of diet now um, I, I started trying it I think middle of last year and it seemed to it seemed to work for me um, so yeah that that's went pretty well I think before it was just like chicken every night and I wasn't really varying my diet so I think it, it helped just so you, you're thinking about what you're eating. Yeah. Um, and would you uh, say would you say that's the same amount of calories that you're consuming still? Yeah, yeah, I think pretty much it it evens out. Um, yeah, the same sort of calorie wise. Um, maybe more more vegetables, more lentils. So I yeah. think overall it's a health healthier diet. Um, yeah. I'm eating at the moment. So. And, and what about? I have my pizza the night before the race. So uh, I was uh, going to say, yeah, you need to get your. Your white carbs in. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 What about what about the fancies like your apple crumble or your 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 tatties from the from from next door or your your chocolate from or your yeah uh, chocolate that's a weakness yeah um, so you still have <laughs> those things in chocolate. yeah okay awesome right so I think we're running out of time um but it's been an Oh, it's been a huge pleasure listening to you, listening to you and even even though it's just quite briefly. Um, the only other thing I've got is we, we you might have heard our quickie questions from our yeah, last couple of interviews. That's my favourite <laughs> So I've I've changed the name of it now. Um, I was listening to a podcast and um, I can't name I'm not going to name that podcast because then you, everyone will listen to that one and not our one. So um, the, the quickie questions are now going to be called fartlick questions. Oh, nice. Now, yeah, you know, like why it. Why are they called fartlek questions, Kenny? Do you know why? Do you know what fartlek means? You should know. Uh, speed play? Speed play, yes. So, quickie questions, fartlek. That's the reason, in case anyone asks. So, Excellent. are you ready? I'm ready, yeah, yeah. Long run or intervals? Intervals. Who has the better tan lines, you or your brother? Oh, definitely me, yeah. <laughs> He's got the red tan line, I've got, <laughs> yeah, a normal tan. Brilliant. Hill reps or 400 metres? Ah, uh, 400 metre reps, definitely. Yeah. Rest day or recovery run? Recovery run. I know you, I, I knew you wouldn't say rest day. You you can't sit still one minute. No, no, I get bored, so, yeah. The to... amount of times that I have to grass you up on on Strat when I see your Strava running your coach your coaches have told you to have a rest day and you're out bloody running yeah it's a constant battle um, but George is on Strava now so he can see exactly what you're doing he can see everything I do now you, yeah you yeah. need to make sure you privatise that, that cheeky little run that you do so he doesn't see it I like to be quicker than 6.30 ok fair enough just just stop at the end of your run and your, your elapsed time will, will kick in you'll be alright yeah Okay, uh, this was meant to be quickie questions. <laughs> <laughs> Favourite runner? Favourite runner? Oh, um, 
At the moment, Callum Hawkins. Nice, nice, okay. Stretch or massage? Oh, I do neither. Uh, we'll pick massage. Okay. Favourite race? Uh, it's now the little about half. It was it was a great event. In half in Denmark. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Favorite movie? Favorite movie? Um, the Blind Side. Oh, nice, nice choice. What about your favorite shoe? Favorite shoe? Uh, it used to be Adios, but I'm liking the New Balance Strobe. Right. Okay. Um, is yeah. that a race shoe? Is it? Uh, fast training to race shoe. Yeah. This is going off tangent again, but do you race in a cushion? Sh- do you train in a cushion shoe, or do you do my, most of your running right, in a racing shoe, or training light shoe? shoe? Yeah, yeah. I don't use much cushioning. I'm quite lucky. I, I get away with it. So I did yeah. notice that. Yeah, but yeah. Oh well, if it if it works for you, then go keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. it always feel comfier for me. So yeah. uh, I think just running what you're what you're comfortable with. Totally. Early morning or late night? How early? I would have to say late 6 night. 6 a.m. <laughs> late night? Yeah, late night, yeah. Carbs or protein? Low carbs. And on that note, uh, bear pizza or a crispy lasagna? Oh, oh that's a toughie. <laughs> uh, we'll go with the bear pizza. Oh, Let's yeah. be the, the day after. You might have to explain why I've mentioned the crispy lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we had a, a great meal the night before Aber- Great Aberdeen run. That's right. And, uh, Tried yeah, to poison you, didn't bloody work. And then I realised I didn't have to poison you because you were in a different race to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'd like to win the crispy lasagna. So, yeah. yeah. It's the, a, a secret food tip. The bear pizza, did you know the bear pizza as well? Um, also give you a record. Yeah, yeah. Every time I eat at your house the night before a race, I, I have a good race the day after. So. Well, every yeah. time I eat in my house, I feel like a pork pie by the end of it. <laughs> then bear pizzas were, were huge. Yeah, that's true. Um, now, oh God, what was I was waiting to say something. I can't remember what it was. Uh, oh, Psych Up song. What's your Psych Up song? Yeah, you know this one because I got it off your wife. <laughs> um, Beast by, I think his name's Rob Bailey. Yes, that now, if you ever, you, you need to listen to that. It's such a tune. If, yeah, if you, if you it, feel... work, it works for a 5k. If you play it before a half marathon, you, the beast mode runs out a wee bit. <laughs> Is that what happened at Lily Belt? It wasn't yeah, the heat. It, yeah, yeah, I got eight miles in and uh, the beast mode ran out. So. <laughs> Now, I've got one more question. In fact, I've got two, but this one's part of the fartlet quickie questions. The Gregs or the Bryans? Oh, both equally. Oh, Kenny, come on. (laughs) Jeez. Okay, fair enough. That's not a real question. Now, this is a real question. Now, I know know you don't, you're not a huge drinker, but what would you predict your beer mile time would be? Oh, a beer mile. Uh, oh, you were speaking about this one. I think I'd be happy just to make the end. How much pints do you have to drink? Well, you have to... It depends what rules you, you play by, but 
Tom's all over this American rules, like half a pint, which is a load of, a load of rubbish, to be honest. It, it has to be a pint. Um, I think I, I so think you, I'd you, only manage the half pint one. You, um, you, you dine a pint, you run a lap, you dine another pint, you run a lap, you do four pints, and you do four laps. Did Tom say 620? Tom said 620, but bear in mind, his PB's nowhere near that. Uh, I don't know, I'm still, I'll go 619 then. Well, I'm 650. You're 650? Yep. Oh, Six, 652. You, on a cinder track. Cinder. Oh, you could, you could go quicker than that. I hope so. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what would you say, six, what are you going to say? Six? I'm, I'm going 619. 619, oh. Yeah. That's, that's you on the leaderboard. Pressure's on. That you'll hear that we're looking to organise one soon. So sounds good. Yeah, ginger beer mile as well for the non-beer drinkers. Oh yeah, I could handle that one then. Yeah. Aye, okay. aye. That that'll be the non-counter. Um, that'll be the B that'll race. Be the, the B race. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, Kenny, I I would love to chat forever about lots of different things but we'll probably take it off air now um, uh, but yeah. a pleasure we've got work tomorrow as well so we should really get to our beds before we uh, we, we, we look like a zombie um, yeah. so yeah thank you very much for your time and thanks for having me on yeah we'll catch up with you soon yeah see you soon Cheers. great that was brilliant that was really good to hear that insight from Kenny so uh, we'll look forward to getting Kenny on the show later in the summer when we Hopefully, hear him smashing out some bigger times at five k and ten k again. Absolutely, it'll be it'll be good, exciting to see him this season. Um, hopefully, achieving his goals. So, that's about it, Tom. I think we're at the end of the show. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Uh, but lastly, but not least, uh, we'll just go over who the our contacts, how to get in contact with us. Uh, we have an email address, tartanrunningshorts at gmail dot com. So if you've got any feedback, um, feel free to. Yeah, send it our way or any suggestions about the show, make it bigger and better, pass it over to us. You can also um, link up with us via Facebook, which is at Tartan Running Shorts, and also Twitter, which is at Tartan Shorts. And also you can get us on SoundCloud. Uh, what else can you get? Any any apps, really? iTunes. I, iTunes. You name it. Yeah, so no, really, it's. I think we're over... We're now sitting at about 400 listeners a week, which is cool. So, uh, yeah, thank you to the 400 of you who, are, who have an hour that you're happy to waste each week listening to us. Like like, like I said, try and do it when you're running. I, I can't imagine anyone wanting to just to sit there and listen to our, our voice. But no. hey-ho. You know, one thing we haven't chatted about, Tom. What? How did Tartan Running Shorts come to be? Right, I think we should leave that as a teaser for next week. There you go. I think I think we're sitting at an hour, oh, well, we're an hour here. So let's. This is an incentive for you to tune in, listeners, to hear Kyle tell you all about the mystery that is tartan running shorts. Excellent. On that note, thanks very much for listening, everyone. Hope we didn't have any unfollowers this week. And happy running. Have a great weekend of running. Hopefully, weather's good. And we'll all see. You, we'll see you next week. Thank you very much.